All right, then starting in bot five. I don't think you're supposed to. What? I don't think you're supposed to only say five. Oh, <laughs> I guess I should go a little further, huh? <laughs> I got a little sidetracked. <laughs> All right, you ready? Okay. All right. Yeah. In. God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> I didn't do the five this It's time. never been a problem before. Okay, well that's our opener, so let's just move on. So okay. Hello and welcome to Birder I Barely Know Her, the only birding podcast where uh, turns out one co-host does not know how to count. Um, so we're going to end today's episode with a little trip back to kindergarten for Dewey really go back over those basics so um i am your host dewey cassidy along with my co-host jessica cristiano how's it going jess it's good this is the first time oh go ahead um i well you can go i was just gonna say this is the clearest view we've gotten of your spice rack to begin a podcast what are your favorite spices you have up there right behind your uh, head oh okay (laughs) (laughs) um now self-conscious about what's going on in the background and you can see all well, the just spices stuff there's nothing inappropriate um, out there i don't know there could be yeah um it's a mess because i just got back from two back-to-back trips so it's actually not my fault that it looks Whoa. like where, where were you i went to joshua tree and then i promptly went up to the bay whoa dog sit yeah oh wait who'd you dog sit my dog, Lainey. What? What yeah, news? She's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> how was your week? How was your week with Lainey? It was great. It was so rainy and cold, which kind of yeah. sucked because, like, the one minute, the one week, I have a backyard for once. Yeah, you can't use it. I can't use it. It's useless. Any fun Lainey highlights from the weekend? She's so cute. I mean, okay, yeah, you've heard this before, so she's so cute. She every time I cough. She'll, like, run to my aid and just, like, jump on me and lick me. And, like, she just wants to take care of you. And she's such a good dog. It's yeah. Like, it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, because what does she do at stoplights? Oh, Without even you having to the side at to the end of when we're going to cross the street, she sits on the sidewalk before she can cross Yeah. in case a car comes. But she was born perfect. She has a little <laughs> bit of anxiety and OCD. Just what? like her sister. Um, <laughs> McKenna, right? Yeah. So she like chases her shadows, which she's not supposed to do. That's one of her things. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm very sleepy. We're both a little tired and maybe a little hungover. At least one I of us is. I actually feel awesome. Really? Oh, I, I feel fucked. Drink, so. You what? I only had one drink. So. Oh, yeah. That's fair. I only had four. And it was over the course of like two hours. So I had like at least three pizzas to myself. <laughs> yeah. So if anything, you should feel hungover from sodium. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we um we both went on a tr- on two trips. We'll be discussing them later in the episode. Um, I'm gonna cut through that. I feel like what were we talking about? I am very hungover. Yeah, that was that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. Um, I was gonna say at the top though that if we're going back to kindergarten, we should um talk about how we look at the months of the year because oh yeah, the way you see it is usually how you learned it in kindergarten. For me, it's it's January through June and then July through. December 
What? And I, what? You see it as two separate things? It's like two columns, yeah. Oh. So mine goes January to June and then loops back July to December and then loops over here January to June. Huh. Mine was a wall of a straight line of birthday cakes with different colored frosting and I now associate the color of that frosting with the month. Interesting. So January is like a deep blue. Do you say see it as a straight line then? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I see my months as a straight line. Some people see it as like a clock or like a circle. What? Because that's how it was presented. Exactly. Mm. It's just crazy. Where'd you Where'd you come up with this, or where'd you learn this? I mean, I, I mean, I've talked about how I see months with people before, but then I saw I think a tweet or a TikTok or something that mm-hmm. was like, I see it like this because of how it was in kindergarten or or something. I don't know. Yeah. I get my news from TikToks that are posted as Instagram Reels, so. Mm-hmm. I can't be held accountable. Uh, so, yes, we both went home for the last week. Um, one of us is very much unemployed, so it wasn't a problem for him. Um, Jess went to the Bay. I went back to Merced. And uh, we had some fun there, right? Because you got to babysit your dog, as we mentioned. Yeah. Love my dog. Yeah. I was thinking about while I was there, I was like, God, I wish I was unemployed. Just for a little bit. Not a long time. <laughs> just like a week. Where I'm yeah. I don't have to do anything, and then I was like, "Oh my god, that's a vacation." Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I think you also get those if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so. I do have PTO. Yeah. Um, you were at home. What did you do? I was at home. Yeah. So um, I was home with my family. I got some birding in. I went to Yosemite Lake, which is the man-made lake in our hometown that's typically full of chicken bones, but they have some nice birds over there. I'm with my grandma. And then I went to the, uh, shout out to Casey Bowers Loeffler, I went to the Merced National Wildlife Refuge, and uh, it was a lot of fun because I did not bring bug spray because we're pretty spoiled up here in LA, and it turns out uh, there are a lot of mosquitoes there, so I couldn't really get out and look at birds. So (laughs) it basically became like this sort of bizarre Greek punishment where I had literally everything I could ever want as a bird photographer, you know, like beautiful birds I'd never seen before, gorgeous backdrops fresh after a day of rain, and not only was the car I'm trapped in ruining any photo I tried to take, if I dared to even crack my window an inch, I would be swarmed with blood-sucking insects. So, real real torturous moment for Dewey. I think there will be a lot of listeners yelling at you that there are mosquitoes in los angeles okay oh my yes there are some a bunch last night you saw mosquitoes last night wasn't that with that cloud of those were gnats if they were mosquitoes they would have descended you know like fruit flies Mm. yeah but i don't know i thought they were mosquitoes i don't think they were mosquitoes i don't really know what a mosquito is uh (laughs) what what does that mean um, I don't really know how big it is. I don't know how, <laughs> they, how they move. What do you mean I how they, they, they fly? Like, I know they like water. Yeah, they like what? Well, they lay their eggs in water. And they can like lay yeah. dormant in like dry ground for years. Sure. But, uh. Sure. Wait, so you didn't know I that just, they. I think I think they're bigger than they are. So mm-hmm. whenever I see something small, I go, I, I correct it in my head and think, okay, that's probably a mosquito. <laughs> and then especially when they're at night, I think they're every bug is mosquito uh-huh but i don't actually know what a mosquito is or does okay Besides that's fascinating blood. yeah i mean you can tell if it's a mosquito when they start biting like, you do i sound like an idiot i don't like bugs i don't spend a lot of time thinking about 
the how much about bugs besides wanting them dead? I still contend that yes, there are mosquitoes here now that I think were brought over from like plants or something that were brought in, but there did not used to be. When I first came to LA, I never got attacked by mosquitoes. It's a new thing. Okay. You rolled your eyes I've so been, hard at that. I've been attacked by mosquitoes my entire life. Yeah, and you haven't and lived in LA stop. your entire it life. It didn't stop when I moved to LA. Yeah, cause, and you moved to LA a few years after me. Okay. I moved to LA in 2015. Okay. And you moved in what, 2019? 2018? Yeah, that's three whole years for mosquitoes to show up. You think they were like preparing for me, like the Olympics? I think that your neighborhood got gentrified for mosquitoes just in time. Housing prices went down, the mosquitoes moved in. Okay. I'm saying they're here now. I know. I'm not saying that they're not here now. I think they're not super common yet. I have not been bit most of the time I go out. You don't have sweet blood. I saw two lifers when I was in Merced. What's a lifer? The lifer is the first time you see a bird as a birder. So a bird you've never seen before. So I saw for the first time a yellow-headed blackbird. So they're literally just like what they sound like. They're a blackbird with a giant yellow head. They were awesome. Very loud, very annoying noises. But they looked cool as heck. I saw them hanging out in some reeds in the middle of a marsh. I saw the western meadowlark for the first time. Very cool. Oh, I also went birding at UC Merced. That was a lot of fun. I uh, thought I was going to get in trouble because a parking attendant pulled up right beside me, and then it turns out he just wanted to know what kind of duck it was, so that was fun. I saw someone birding in Livermore. Ooh. I did not engage, though. Oh, really? Why not? It didn't seem like the vibe. That's fair. Were they using binoculars or a camera, or were they just free-balling it? They had a big camera, and they had their phone out in the same kind of way that you do when you're listening to a bird call. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I clocked it. (laughs) I was going to say, like, you see anything cool? But I chose not to. Yeah. What if he was weird? Well, I mean, that does happen. Men tend to be weird when they interact with you. I just have that effect. (laughs) Women want to be you. Weird men want to talk to you. Weird men want to be weird. (laughs) For this episode, the purpose of this episode, we went on a trip before that trip, though. Where did we go? We went to Joshua Tree. (laughs) Thank you. Um, for the five-second pause in between when I said that. <laughs> yeah, it was a long drive. Uh, I couldn't fall asleep until 4 a.m. the night before, and then we left at 6. So I was running on two hours sleep the whole day. Yeah, and I was working until 11 the night before. I went to bed at, like, midnight. Couldn't fall asleep until 1. Yeah. Neither of us got a ton of sleep, but only one of us kept bringing it up, and uh, it was not just. Yeah, but I kept acting out. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> In a way, that was not cool. Yeah, Jess gets grumpy. I just get very talkative. I get grumpy, grumpy. Yeah. And, like, I was so excited to climb, and then I was so tired. That oh, yeah, and like, you couldn't okay, climb. I'll yeah. just wait. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I'll just make up for it tomorrow. Because yeah. we were supposed to be there for Sunday. And then what happens Saturday night? I give myself food poisoning. Yeah, well, we don't know that you gave yourself food poisoning. could have been the lady at a... Uh... At Ralph's or Vaughn's or go? though. Yeah, but maybe she, I don't know. Maybe she spit in my food. She might have spit in your food. She's like, this is a girl boss and we don't tolerate that here. <laughs> we both have our go-tos when it comes to outside. What's your sort of go-to? Yeah, I, my thing is mostly I want to get as high as possible, as, as quickly as possible. Whoa, you sound like a lot of my students. So true. Yeah, so if I'm on a hike, I want to get to the top of the mountain. Yeah. Or 
Alternatively, I just want to look around at the trees. But there are yeah. no trees in Joshua Tree except for the Joshua Trees. Yeah, so um, basically it's, I want to look at birds and you want to be a lizard. That's really... Yeah. Yeah, in fact, you I got pretty... The, the sun on my face and the wind in my hair and look at trees if there are trees. Yeah, you really just want to become the climax of a Disney original song featuring the heroine. Real paint the colors that. of the wind. Because you know, like at the, I feel like every time there's like a Disney princess song, it ends with them standing in some high place, hitting the notes, and like the wind blows in their hair. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of your end goal whenever you go hiking. That's true. Uh, some kid was very impressed with how high you got one time. Yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah, it wasn't even like there were like proper climbers there. With yeah, the ropes and the and the shoes. Yeah, and you just no, they were yeah, they wear special hiking shoes. Yeah. Well, they do wear special rock climbing shoes. They do? Yeah. Like, well, they got spikes in them? No. They're, like, just more shaped for a foot than, like, a running shoe. Like those gross, like, glove shoes? No. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so that kid was very excited. <laughs> he kept, What was he yelling to his parents? Like, look at that girl. How'd she get up there? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And then he immediately it was... was really cute. Yeah, it was very cute. And then, like, we left, and he was immediately just excited for a stick he found or something. It was pretty much, like, everyone he saw, no matter how high they got. <laughs> yeah. It was like, how did they do that? That's insane. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Uh, I think you should leave sketch about the motorcycles. Yes, it was exactly like that. Um, but, yeah, so you, you got a bunch of climbing. I mean, you got as much climbing in as you could with your uh, not feeling good. And you got your birds. Yeah. Um, so and let's thus go. Begins the podcast. And thus begins the podcast. So yes, yeah, so we do have our bird list in Joshua Tree. It's not a complete list. We saw a bunch of stuff, but I kind of just included the highlights since it was a multi-day trip. So Jess, if you could do me a favor and girl boss your way over to your phone and read off our list of birds that we saw. We saw Costas, Costas, mm-hmm. Costas hummingbirds, ash-throated flycatcher, scrub jays, hooded orioles. House finches, morning doves. Nope, I can't say that one. What is that? Um, Phinopepla. Phinopepla. And Gamble's quails. One thing I forgot to include on that list was the black-throated sparrow, which we also saw. That guy was pretty cool. Um, so yes, we saw a bunch of cool stuff over the days that we were there. So let's start with that scrub jay. So we've seen scrub jays a few times in LA. They like to hang out in the chaparral and some trees and stuff. Um, but Jess, what was cool about the scrub jay that we saw? It was drinking water from the little spigot at the at our campground, but it looked like it was timing it so that when somebody turned it on, he would come in and swoop up the like fresh drops. Yeah, so we had this uh, this sort of water spout, this sort of old like farm style dealio where you pull it or push it down and it spit water out. Why are you giving me that face? I don't. I don't know. Farm farms had a spigot like that in the old days. You'd, you'd draw water from the well. It, it's also it was also a lift. Oh, we had to lift it? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Everyone has their own spigot. It's a lot like the months of the year. <laughs> yeah, sees it, it, depends on what, it depends on how your spigot was in, in kindergarten. I thought it was going to turn into another well versus not well discord, since you grew up mm-hmm. without a well and I grew up with a well. So we have different yeah. expectations of how that works. Totally. Water Cause, is Yeah, because you guys would have drinking water when the uh, electricity went out, whereas we wouldn't. That seems like the opposite to me. Why is the electricity in charge of water? Because in, if it's from a well. I think in, like, the cities, they use, like, a lot of centrifugal force and shit and, like, science and stuff. And, like, in the well, it just uses electricity to, like, turn on a motor. So, like, if the power went out, we couldn't use the bathroom. I'm picturing a bucket 
that goes into the water. <laughs> it's a, not like and you've been seems, to my house. That seems me. I know. That's why I'm confused. No, it's like, I mean, things have progressed since then. So well technology, well. you wouldn't believe. So when you say a well, where is it? It's like in the back of my house, but like it like pulls up all the water into like the pipes and shit. What does? A bucket? Not a bucket. <laughs> it's not but a imagine, bucket. But imagine what electricity could do for buckets. <laughs> what? Like on a gear system? Uh-huh. And it goes down and gets a lot of bucket. What if that's how it was working? That's not how it's working. <laughs> what if? How would that be more efficient than an electrical well? It would be more efficient than manually lowering and raising a bucket. Which yeah, is what that... I was picturing before. So Why are you... Thinking... you... You've been to my I house. Say. That's what I hear when I hear well. Is bucket that you lower down and you make wishes. Like there's a troll but in there? Then, yes, but then when you said electricity, I was thinking, okay, so they have they have... A bucket system. Um, you thought that I was like I'm, showering under like a bucket, like a bunch of buckets would like go up and. Up. No, I'm picturing like a bunch of buckets are going into the well, coming out, dumping it into a bigger source. How big? How big do you think this mechanism is that I can just run a bath in my house and like use a dishwasher? I'm not saying this is what I think is happening. This is what I'm just picturing. Okay. <laughs> That's where we end this communication. I, ob- I, I obviously am not a water engineer. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, we'll bring in Bree to discuss this. I'm an electrical engineer. Yeah. Or any kind of engineer. I'm glad you finally got to that because I was going to ask what kind of engineer you were. So I'm glad you finally clarified. I'm an engineer of vibes. Oh. Okay. Is I that. Make, a- I kind of make it happen, you know? <laughs> what? I make it happen. What do you make happen? The vibes. In general? <laughs> Yeah. You couldn't make it happen with that bird or you didn't want to talk to? I didn't want to. Okay, so it's only when you want vibes. Yeah. I'm kind of like Jasper from Twilight. You get it. I've seen the movie once and did not care for it. I think at yeah, your behest. a lot of his stories in the books. They don't really include it in the Is movie. he the one that was uh, in the Confederate Army? Yes, correct. Okay, and you like this guy? No, I'm just saying we have a lot in common. Interesting. Um, yeah, and you're going the on the vibes, record with that. The vibes and the Confederacy. No, I don't really. I don't agree with the Confederacy. Obviously, I'm not actually a history buff. I'm not an engineer, and I'm not a historian. Wow. And you can quote me on that. So you're just a girl boss. I'm just a girl boss. I just like my spreadsheets. Uh, I feel like this audio is going to be really messed up because I'm just. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're playing Beat Saber over there. Beat Saber. You haven't Beat seen Saber? that. Beat saver, saber, saver, saber, saber, like light. Yeah, it's like a lightsaber ripoff game for like the Oculus or something, where you just like attack the shit with a lightsaber to the beat of the music. Um, okay, let's get back to the birds. Yeah, so back to the birds. So yeah, so Jess was right. <laughs> this bird we brought up twenty minutes ago. Scrub jays are corvids, so jays, ravens, uh, magpies, crows—they're all part of this family called corvidae. Um, and they're all super fucking smart. That's the, sort of the whole deal with corvids. Like, you know, crows and ravens, they can recognize faces. You can train them to do tasks. So what this very smart scrub jay realized is that after people use the water, water will, a little bit of water will drip out of the faucet for it to drink. So it would wait in the tree for people to use the faucet. And whenever we use it or people in other campsites came by to use it, it would immediately, when they were done, fly under 
um, and sort of poke his head under the faucet and start drinking it. If you guys want to see what that looks like, check out our Instagram. I'll be posting some photos onto there. What do you think, Jess? It was just really cute and really uh, smart. Yeah. Like kind of a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just blown away. Yeah. Some would say that we bird was a water engineer. Seat. Yeah, we had a front row seat. We saw a bunch of cool birds, but I feel like a lot of the birds that we saw, we saw from our campsite, which was kind of cool. So we also saw the Gambles quails. Do you remember how I alerted you to the presence of the Gambles quails? You made it seem like there was a bear <laughs> or somehow, or like a snake, which I was terrified of seeing all weekend. Yeah. And you finally did, you did see a snake, right? I saw a snake immediately. Yeah. Like our first stop, our first little sc- scamper. Yeah. I saw a snake. We split up and you saw was, a snake. Yeah, it was pr- it was being pretty chill. Yeah, I was sitting there smoking a cigarette, reading yeah, a magazine. Yeah, freaked out. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so what were you doing when I was talking to you? Were you like setting up your tent or something? I think I was about to start cooking. Yeah, you were prepping food and I go, Jess, Jess, Jess. And then you look up and it's like, yeah. quails, quails. <laughs> And there were uh, two little scales or quails scampering across the campsite from us, and it was so cool. Um, what was your favorite thing about those quails? They yeah. ran so fast. Yeah. They're so cute. Yeah, they're little speedsters. That's a scamper. Hey, that is a you scamper. Know? Or a scuttle. I don't know. Well, so in California, we have two types of quail. Um, we have the California quail and the gamble quail, or gambles, excuse me. The California quail can be found all throughout the state, but the Gambles quail is more on sort of the eastern side, the sort of deserty areas. Oh. So we saw some Gambles quails. We saw mostly some breeding pairs. So when you're thinking about Gambles quail, the word to keep in mind is coveys. Um, so they will travel in coveys, which are simply, essentially what they call their groups. So part of the year, it'll be just the mating pair. So the male, the female, they'll stick together and they'll get super territorial regarding other males. We saw this a little bit with those pairs running around and chasing off that one lone male who's trying to start trouble. But throughout the year, they will come together in these cubbies and form these sort of working groups. So they'll live together, they'll hunt together, they'll run in and out through the brush, and they'll actually designate a sort of lead male sort of work as a watcher or a watcher, a lookout, if you will. Um, so the lead male they designate as that lookout will hang out on like a tall rock, a tall brush, bush, maybe like a big fence post, just to be on the lookout to make sure they're predators. So this actually, this might happen if you're hiking sometime, you'll walk by and not notice that you've passed one of these lookouts, and all of a sudden you'll hear them flying off and making a bunch of noise. Um, when I say fly, it turns out, yes, quails do fly. Wow. They don't fly a ton, though. They're not flying long distances. Like, you're not going to see, like, quails making the workload of, like, a carrier pigeon or something. But they do fly short distances. More than a chicken, less than a, a hawk, basically. Um, but typically when they fly, it's for a distinct purpose. They're flying to either get away from immediate danger or they're flying onto a higher perch, sort of the top of a tree or whatever. I actually sort of encountered that when I was taking my solo hike without you, Jess, um, where I was walking back and I heard quail noises and I couldn't figure out where they're coming from. And I passed a bush and suddenly the quail jumped out and flew away. Um, so it was clearly one of those lookout quails who's uh, keeping the eye out for the cubby. Um, so what's fun about quails, too, is that um, they are omni- omnivorous, like, you know, a lot of birds. They'll eat plant matter, seeds, um, berries, um, insects, etc., etc. But um, the kids are more insectivorous than the adults. So basically, like a lot of humans, the babies will go through a bug-eating phase, which really want to put bugs in their mouth, um, which is a lot of fun. Um, no, I was really excited to see the quails. And I was worried we weren't going to see them. And then we didn't see them in the park. So I was yeah. like, well, that's it. That's all we got. 
Then we got to the campsite, and the wildlife exploded. Yeah, it was everywhere. It was awesome. And yeah. they have the cute little things on their head, and they make these le- weird little noise, like noises like guinea pigs. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, no, they were great. And what's cool is they seem to be nesting in the bushes around our campsite. So, um, surprise, surprise, Jess woke up before me. And you got a fun little front row seat at the quail action in the morning, right? Yeah, so the quails woke me up, which is fine. Um, But, yeah, they were just scurrying. There were, like, dozens of them just scurrying around all morning. It was so cute. Yeah, they're everywhere. And what's fun about these quails is they seem to travel in pairs. There's always a male and a female together, which was a lot of fun. It's like they were little husbands and wives on vacation or something. Yeah. They were totally coupled up. It was so cute. It was couples retreat. Yeah, it was couples retreat. You love that movie. Unironically. I do love that movie. Uh, Is it a good time to bring up that you are a Vince Vaughn fan? Yeah, I'm a stan. Yeah, that's um, especially his politics, right? No, no. I you look so disappointed. No, I something about him. Just it, it's I don't know. I know he plays the same character and everything, but that's kind of what I like. I like that character. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I should be proud of it. I didn't get any good photos because it was sunset, so there wasn't a ton of light to be had, but. uh you're the only person on earth who would say sunset is not optimal for taking pictures. Okay, the it was more dusk than sunset at that point. Okay. There was not enough light to have the like for the picture. We were we were in shadow. Okay. There's light shining on us would have been fine. That sounds like blue hour. <laughs> What's blue hour? It's like golden hour but blue. Is it is it real? It's dusk. Yeah. Okay. And then at the campsite we also saw a tortoise. Yeah, we saw At a tortoise. the very last minute. Uh, another moment where I abandoned Jess doing work to go take photos. I think we were putting away our tents at that point. Yeah, something like that. Or I was just like collapsing onto the ground by that point. Yeah, because you had no nutrients inside you. Yeah. Yeah, because did we discuss that you had food poisoning? Yeah, I gave myself food poisoning. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah, presumably. Well, jury's still out, but yeah. So that I was don't rough. see how, I, how else I would have gotten sick. I just remember I, I woke up to that text from you saying, are you awake? And I was like, oh, Jess is bored. She wants to hang out. And then I opened the tent. You're just throwing up. You wish I wanted to hang out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're better to now. Be, to be clear, I wasn't texting you to, like, take care of me. I was. I wanted to make sure that you also, or you weren't also sick. Sure. We all, we, everyone listening believes you. Okay, whatever. Yeah, so we saw, we saw the tortoise. The tortoise was very cool. Um... He was slow as fuck, believe it or not. I also wanted to see a tortoise. Yeah. So we really and hit both of like, your... We're not going to see one. That's crazy. Well, they they both heard you were sick and came to visit you in the campsite. Yeah. The quails actually predicted it. That was kind of yeah. scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they kept like pointing at you and like making like a <clears throat> motion. <laughs> they said, you're next. You're next. Wait, that reminded me of something. Oh, the people in the campsite next to us were like, it's so rare to see a tortoise here. We're not going to see a tortoise because there's <laughs> signs everywhere that were like, what? check your cars like in case yeah. there's a tortoise. And people are like, it's just, you don't see him. Yeah. And then they left and then we immediately saw a tortoise. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I went on a solo hike in the morning, leaving Jess alone to die. And I actually saw a lifer. I saw a, I saw a hooded oriole, which was really cool. I found it using my little Merlin app that recognizes bird sound. I was, I was like, I never heard the sound before. I don't know what it was plugged in my little bird app and they're like there's a hooded oriole nearby and i freaked out 
So, Orioles. Can't live with them, can't live without them. What's cool about Orioles is they exist on a color spectrum between sort of deep orange or sort of a more orange-yellow. Um, so with the hooded oriole, which is what I saw, there are a couple different subspecies. The Texas subspecies is that beautiful sort of tangy orange color. But the western one, which is what kind that we're going to see in Los Angeles or nearby, is sort of a more yellow-orange color. And that's the guy that I saw hanging out in the trees. So the reason they're called a hooded oriole is that orange color makes a hood on their head. Their face and their chest is black, but they have a sort of orange hood going all around their head that sort of gives them that hooded look. And what's cool about the hooded oriole, too, as opposed to other orioles, is they're often called the palm leaf oriole because they have a tendency to build their nests in palm trees. And it's not just because they like palm trees. It's because they actually, um, similar to carpenter ants, um, they will build their nests in the palm trees by using palm leaves and poking holes through them and effectively sewing fibers um, together to build the sort of nest that is built into the tree. And, of course, when I saw the hooded oriole, it was, in fact, in a, you know, Joshua tree, which is not a palm itself, but it is similar. I didn't get to see that cool behavior, unfortunately, of it creating its nest through sewing. Um, but if you guys are out there birding in the desert and you see a hooded oriole, um, be sure to be on the lookout for that. Obviously, don't spend too much time looking at nests, especially if you get too close. Um, because, again, those corvids I mentioned, those very smart corvids, your uh, jays, your crows, your ravens, etc., will be looking for humans, and if they see humans looking at one spot for a while, they might assume there's a nest there and go in to eat the eggs. So be careful. But I'll be on the lookout for that cool, you know, um, nest-building behavior. Another cool thing about hooded orioles, too, is that we know a lot of birds have the capacity to mimic. Um, you know, you think about parrots. Um, you think about the European starling that makes the R2-D2 noise. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Um, Hooded orioles sort of do that too, so they'll actually mimic um, Gila woodpeckers or ash-throated flycatchers in the neighborhood. Um, so if you hear one of those, make sure you double-check. You might have actually heard a hooded oriole putting on a little mime show. We also saw the um, Phinopepla for the first time. I'm probably butchering that pronunciation, um, but for listeners at home, it's spelled P-H-A-I-N-O-P-E-P-L-A. Um, so those guys are really cool. They're this tiny little blackbird with a sort of like almost like not as much as like a cardinal but they have like a little crest on their head which is very cool and these deep like striking red eyes um we saw some crows mm-hmm. and they were doing some weird shit they were dancing they were really dancing so i don't know what they were doing but i don't know if it's like a mating thing or like some sort of like thing or they were just being weird but they were sort of like walking in a circle together and like bobbing their heads up and down and like making their little calls it was a lot of fun it was like two guys just hanging out and being silly. What was the one you were telling? There was that guy there who was taking pictures. What? What was that? Was bird? like another Costas hummingbird. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's a guy taking pictures, and he kept taking pictures of like the landscape. And I probably a little rudely was like, "Hey, there's a hummingbird you should go look at." And then he couldn't see it, and I had to like try for like two minutes to like point it at him when I meant this to be like a quick like two second interaction, and it turned into like a whole thing. Um, but he seemed excited when he got the photos of it. So so what was your favorite um, bird that we saw this weekend? I really love the quails. Yeah, why? They were just cutie patooties. That's why. Yeah, no, they were cute. I think that's the quails were... Yeah, the yeah. quails were one of my favorite. I think the favorite for me was the scrub jay, which is weird because that's something I could see in L.A. all the time. But I think seeing that cool behavior of it, drinking up the faucet was a lot of fun. Totally. It's always when you least expect it. Yeah. 
It just pops right up for you. They were so close to us in our campground. Um, one thing I forgot to mention about my time home back in Merced is that they're building a bunch of houses across the street from my childhood home, which sucks because right now it's an open field. Um, so I actually got to spend some time trespassing in that field to get some photos. And uh, it was really nice. There were like a bunch of barn swallows there, some um, hawks of indeterminate species because they were too far away for me to get a good ID on. Um, that was really cool to sort of have this place that was always a part of my life that I never really noticed before because it used to be like a horse pasture, then it was just nothing, and now it's just a field. Um, so it's cool to sort of get to experience that before it goes away. And if you check my Instagram page, you'll see some cool photos I got of a um, a morning dove um, with the beautiful field in the background. I was taking Lainey on a walk every morning, and the birds were just going crazy every morning. But usually I see like um, egrets or herons none this time a lot of ducks and i'm having kind of the opposite in livermore kind of thing what do you mean where um so we go walking on what used to be a golf course yeah but now they're like letting it grow out so it's Mm -hmm. we're kind of reclaiming it as a community but now we have like these fields growing but now it's just overgrown with long grass that gives people ticks Uh, can i tell you something my sister told me my nephew said yeah. She was like, I came home one day and he was just like crying about war. Whoa. Just like in general, like he was so sad about war. He's like, why can't That's we just get deep. along? Yeah. Oh my God. Me too. And then we went, to the, we went to the Castle Air Force Museum um, in Merced where they have all the old military planes. And uh, it was open cockpit day. We looked at planes for two hours. You're going to say open casket. Yes, yeah, it was open casket day. <laughs> <laughs> they put a bunch of dead bodies in the planes. Yeah. Uh, it was open cockpit day. We were there for two hours, and I was bored maybe ten minutes in. Uh, turns out once you've seen a plane, you've seen them all. Although, when I went on the Sacramento trip in fourth grade, whatever grade it was, mm-hmm. um, and they you could like go on the trains in the train museum, that was fun. That seems like fun. I think trains are better than planes. What? They're cooler. Know. I guess, but... What do you mean you guess? Them all. There were, like, a lot of trains. That was a good trip. Sacramento yep. trip. You go on that? No. I think that's probably no. a living more thing, because you guys are closer to Sac. By, like, an hour? Yeah. No, not even. How far are you from Sacramento? Three hours? Yeah, we're two Three hours, hours, so if anything, you're closer. That's not... I'm sorry, if anything, we're closer, I mean. I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. So your favorite was the Scrub J? Yeah. Would you go to Joshua Tree again? Oh, 100%. It was hot as hell. But other than that, I would go. We did get lost. Yeah. And I was at that point, I was too tired Yeah. to deal with it. But you were also unsure about camping. Would yeah. You camp? The original plan was that I was going to get a hotel and Jess would camp with her friends. But then her friends couldn't make it. So then I had to camp with her because I didn't like the idea of leaving her alone, even though she said she was fine with it. And uh, I said I would rather do a hotel than camp. And it turns out I had fun camping. So to clarify, I used to love camping, but it's like I'd rather just have a hotel than do all the fun camping shit and then take a shower. Yeah. But ironically, I would have preferred a hotel by the time I was puking my little guts out. We were we were like the gift of the Magi here. Yeah. Because it would have been nice to. I don't know. Are you trying to remember the gifts of the Magi? No. 
That's different than the Ides of March. Is it's different than the Ides of Do you not remember the Gifts of the Magi? To me, they go hand in hand. Because they sound similar? I don't know. Ah! There's something, there's some association in my brain. Is there a movie called Ides of March? A movie called Gifts of the Magi, probably. Well, there's the Mickey Mouse and Minnie one. Yeah. Okay, so you do know the Gifts of the Magi. Yeah. We talk about it constantly. It's like the theme of our entire relationship. I had a moment on the way up in the bathroom, as I told you, um, where I what? forgot, I keep forgetting that caution tape isn't just decoration. Oh, yeah. Like you I saw like a... big realizations in the bathroom. On the yeah, show. I really did. <laughs> it's like my philosopher's moment. I just saw a caution tape on a urinal and I was like, oh, fuck, is it Halloween already? But I think they just actually needed to close it off. Oh, there was the one where I was like, do you want me to get you some chips before we go? And you said, no, I'm not going to want chips. And I was like, I think you're going to want chips with your sandwich. And you oh said, my God. no, I don't need chips. And then what happens when we get to Vaughn's? You get chips. Okay, yeah, because I, <laughs> I didn't want chips when you asked me. And then when we got there, I was like, oh, I guess chips would be nice. I know. It's like the opposite of object permanence. Or maybe <laughs> it is object permanence. I don't know. Where I'm just incapable of thinking about the future. Yeah, and it <laughs> makes me crazy. I'm sorry. It's just hard. It's like when somebody asks you what you want to have for dinner like after you've just eaten a giant lunch. It's like, I don't know. It's not like that. It's it's similar. It's similar, but it's it's me asking based on behaviors we both know you have. We don't... Okay. We both know you want chips with your sandwich. So when I ask... We you don't chips, both know that. Yes, we do. You can't just say things that you know and then give it a royal we. Oh, my and God. Then just decide you know how my brain works. Do you think you don't want chips with your sandwich? Sometimes I don't. I didn't have chips with my sandwich before oh this recording. Oh, my God. I don't always need chips. It just felt like it'd be nice. I needed something salty after the hot time in Joshua Tree. So when I say, do you want chips for the trip, and you say... No, you're not even kind of, you're not taking a beat to say, am I going to want chips after the hot sun with a delicious sandwich? Not even remotely. That's so crazy to me. I just, I I think to myself, do I want chips? And I don't know. That's how my brain works. How do you, how do you go grocery shopping? We've been over this. (laughs) Not well. (laughs) We, uh, we both have issues with grocery shopping. Because what I do is I buy a bunch of, backup meals on on monday for like the week and then i think okay on tuesday i'm gonna figure out what i want to cook for dinner for the whole week and then i'll go buy my tuesday stuff and then i just don't go on tuesday and i run out of backup wheel- meals in like that's a week. what you do yeah why would you go grocery shopping twice in one week because every time you text me that we're, it's time to go grocery shopping i'm never ready like with what i want to cook for the week i give you hours head up and it's not up. enough I, baby it is not I enough i know you need to make a list and you never okay. do. You cannot say. I say you cannot do you say need to go make a. Shop- I say, do you need to go grocery shopping this weekend? You say yes. I say okay. What day do you want to go? And you say Sunday. And I say okay, Sunday. Do you want to go at like noon or whatever? And you say no. I'm not gonna be ready by then. Three. And I say okay. And then I think you're making a list this whole time, and you don't make a list. I make a list of all the backup shit. I just don't make a list of like the recipes I want. And here's what I will say to I you. Don't- you cannot 
you cannot say list like that and do fucking air quotes when you don't make lists and then you leave the grocery store and the next day you say, I have no food in the house. But I figure it out. You know, you, <laughs> you figure it out by buying I food. Get, I'm getting groceries based on like my patterns and what I know I have. <laughs> okay. The wherewithal. To, I know I'm going to eat beans. Uh-huh. You say I'm this and then beans. every time I, I ask you beans. what food you have in the house, you say nothing. That's an exaggeration, obviously. Uh huh. But I know I'm gonna I'm gonna get frozen broccoli. I'm gonna get this and that and this and whatever. Mm-hmm. These are all things that you don't want to eat. You text me all the time like I don't want to eat anything in my house. I just well, want restaurant food. And that's true. Both things can be true. Uh huh. Just because I want to eat restaurant. Food all I'm saying is, if you look ahead of time for recipes and you make a list, this won't be a problem for you. I have no trouble with recipe like i can figure out something to make mm. i don't need a recipe but you don't buy ingredients for recipes you, you live in an My ingredient house I, I don't meal plan per se i go mm -hmm. off my feeling you just make your bowl of mush yeah and i know i'm gonna have a bowl of mush so like why would i why would i need a list mm -hmm. when it's just mush and i know that interesting why do you ever plug your shows I should plug my shows. Yeah, dummy. Yeah, just... dummy idiot. <laughs> Jesus. Doesn't know how well works. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I should plug that. Um, my team emergency contact. Um, check out our Instagram page. But we have shows right now every other Monday in Santa Monica at the West Side Comedy Theater. So check that out. All right. Um, well, thank you, Jess, for being on. We'll be on next week with some very fun guests. We're not going to spoil it, though. So... Um, but yes, I guess I'll leave everybody with a... Oh, one thing we should discuss. Listeners, if you could let us know, when you think of a sheep, do you hear bah or mah with an M? Because uh, there's some disagreement amongst the hosts between that. The, the way you had to specify that it was with an M? No, that's... I think I, you know the answer. No, it's because at first I did the B, and I realized that the bah and the mah kind of sound kind of similar. What? What's the song? Mah, mah, mac sheep. I think that's it.